When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook Howdy. app. America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, a drop weekend. a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Tosi. Yeah, you are. Joined by Mr. Back Again himself. Yeah, I am. Shane Diefenbach. Red is all hell. Cowboy Diefenbach. And Sean Depaz. <laughs> yeah, he is. Before we get to any of the phenomenal content that we've got Locked and loaded for you guys. Shane, how was your uh, trip to Texas? I know you accompanied Mac Morgan to Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I escorted her there. Nice. Um, she asked who I was. Uh-huh. Um, no, it was a really good time. Uh, good kind of decompression from the studio life. I was on a boat. Um, I got a beer thrown at me when I was in the water and cut my hand open a little bit. Um, got very sunburnt. I was telling them it's like a biannual. No, it's every biannual. other. No, biannual is twice a year. Or every other year. Okay. Yeah. Every other year I get really badly sunburnt. Two years ago I was in the Salt River and got really badly sunburnt. Didn't get sunburnt last year. Got really badly badly sunburnt this year. Um, feeling so you're good effect. next year though? Yeah. Feeling good. For sure next year. Feeling the effects of it. I had to carry my backpack uh, into the studio instead That's, of wearing it. Oh. Um, my shoulders are crispy. Mm. As crispy as the wings. Yeah. I was going to say like oh. a burnt wing or? Yeah. Like a really hot wing. Something they're not burnt. Something along those lines. Well, it's not going to matter if they're burnt, they're cooked well. Like You're not going to be able to taste well, it. Well, I at least want some good chicken if I'm going to be eating. If you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> Sean lost a snake draft last week and now has to eat atomic wings. Yes. Uh, people are thinking I'm a coward out here. Well, I don't think you're a coward. I, no, but that's what I'm going to puke. Lindsay said the same thing. I don't like – maybe I'm wildly underestimating you how are. bad it's, it's going, going to hurt. Be, I, think, I know it's going to hurt, but I don't think it's going to like – ruin my life i don't necessarily the goal wasn't for it to ruin your life but it is a punishment that you will serve and it's going to be i am definitely looking forward to it yeah it is my second favorite part of the show emma you know putting this in preview mode doesn't change anything they can still see you moving the camera (laughs) (laughs) nice nice nice. you think we're just camera is magic um i have been looking forward to this all day though to be honest the wings well mainly that i'm getting free lunch um, yeah, the punishment turned into me buying Sean lunch. Yeah. Wait, well, no, that shouldn't. He should have to pay you for that. Well, I was planning on going to get my own wings. Then Toshi was like, "Yeah, I'm going to get you Wingstop," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." Puking ruins your life. No wonder men can't get pregnant. Mm, I, I don't, don't really understand the logic there. I don't either. I don't either. But moving on, I feel like um, Shahan is probably like, "Oh, I'm going to watch my interview today," and then yeah. he, he goes into the show and it's just, I didn't realize what I was doing. Yeah, a hundred percent. So. 
that is the big uh, the big news that we've got for you guys today. We had uh, CBS National College Football writer Shahan Jayaraju on the show um, a little bit earlier today. The three of us got to ask him some really really insightful questions, um, and he gave some phenomenal yeah, answers. That was great as was to really what's going on in college athletics. Uh, some really informative, great stuff. Why don't you guys take a look? We're joined now by CBS National College Football writer, Jahan Jayaraja. Jahan, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So with everything changing, it seems, on a daily basis, an hourly basis in the realm of college athletics, just what can you tell us is the latest going on in terms of conference realignment? Yeah, obviously the big news broke yesterday that uh, the Big 12 is pretty aggressively going after four of those Pac-12 schools, and that's kind of where we're at right now. Certainly yesterday we heard that the Pac-12 is entering a negotiating window with ESPN and Fox Sports, and my read on that is they just want to know what they have. They want to know the value of what they're about to have, uh, what the value might be if they were to go to the Big 12, and what the value may be if they added expansion uh, partners as well. So uh, a lot fluid right now, obviously... So many pieces left, Notre Dame obviously being the big one, but uh, kind of I think ultimately we're back where we were yesterday, just kind of waiting to see what kind of offers the Pac-12 may get. So there's been so much in just really the past month about realignment more than we've ever seen. Do you think that something like this is going to continue to happen until conferences are basically obsolete or where do you think college football is heading in this or just college sports in general? Yeah, it's a good question. And some of these are happening as we speak, right? So, so you know, we won't be able to get a firm answer. But I do think that one thing that we're seeing with obviously the USC and UCLA move is geography's dead, right? Like yeah. that, it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, regionalism is kind of dead. There's going to be a piece of it, I think, still, especially once you get below that power two level, which is, I think, what we're moving towards. But, uh, you know, I think that's certainly the idea of a West Coast type conference of, uh, you know, playing teams that are right in your backyard, it's going to largely be gone in search of more money, right? And I mean, even we talk, uh, and we'll get to it, I'm sure, this talk about Arizona State joining the Big 12, I mean, they'd be playing potentially UCF, right? I mean, they'd be going to Orlando for for conference games. Like, uh, so regionalism is kind of dying in college football. I think that there's still going to be a place for it, maybe long-term, especially when you get below that power too. But uh, I think that's the biggest thing you say. The other part of it too is that I think that how they set up this postseason long-term is going to play a huge part in that. Right now, the SEC and Big Ten hold all the cards. If they wanted to, if they said tomorrow we're going to hold basically an AFC and NFC round of the playoffs and just put towards our champions and and that's that, uh, I mean, there's not really a whole lot that anybody else could say about it at this point. I, I don't think we're going to get there. I think that there is still value uh, from ESPN, from Fox, from even the Big Ten and SEC in having engagement around the country. And so I do think that we probably will end up with something closer to the 12-team playoff idea that was floated before. But I think that's going to play a huge role in this too. If it's a four-team playoff, uh, that's all four at-large bids. The, the reality is, all those bids every single year are going to go to the Big Ten and SEC in a way that I think kind of bleeds out the rest of the sport. So I do think we're going to end up at a place where where there is expansion and that does sort of uh, create sort of at least a second tier of college football that is still competitive. But uh, again, a lot of stuff still left to figure out. I know one of the things you wrote about kind of on that note is is the possibility of there eventually being kind of a, a third tier, right? Like there being the, the elite tier of the FBS and then 
of about like 30 to 50 schools and then everyone else in the FBS kind of between that and the FCS. Do you think that that's a possibility? And how does that kind of change the landscape of college football? Yeah, I think it depends how much access there is to the playoff, right? Because if it does end up being that sort of model that I talked about at first, which by the way, just as a fan of the game and as somebody who writes about the game, I think that sucks. I hope that we don't do that. Uh, I, I think that then there becomes some demand for maybe something that's secondary, right? Because if there's truly no access, not even like perceived access or potential access, I think that changes the game dramatically because college football at its core is a game about dreamers in some ways, right? It's the idea that, you know, that UTEP, that New Mexico State could go and someday build their way up to competing on the national stage. It's not real, and I, I think fans kind of understand that, but uh, but that sort of mirage is important, I think, to the, uh, the appeal of college football. So if that's gone, if it's officially gone, and we have uh, two conferences that play for a championship and that's it, I think that there could be some interest, and especially if it does end up being the current Big 12, the future Pac-12, the future ACC, uh, minus maybe a couple of teams that do get to join the SEC and Big uh, Big 10, rather. I I think that there will be a lot of appetite for there to be sort of a second type of system because there will still be a lot of big brands involved, right? Arizona State's a powerful brand. Oregon, Washington, Baylor, Oklahoma State, you know, certainly when when we go east, we'll be talking about North Carolinas and Virginia Techs and all those schools. I think that there would be plenty of interest in a product that showcases some of those schools as well. Now, I don't think we're going to get there. I think that we're going to end up in a system that still has some access to playing the Big Ten and SEC on the national stage. But uh, the more that it consolidates and the more that it ends up closed off, I think the closer that we are to ending up with something, something like a third championship. We've talked about college football on a broader scale, kind of railing it into Arizona State. What is attractive to the Big 12 or just other conferences about Arizona State outside of the Phoenix market itself? Yeah, I mean, I think that one of the things you have to look at is population growth, right? I mean, the state of Arizona is a huge recipient of California population growth and even people coming from the East Coast. I think that that's a long-term winner uh, when you're looking at trends in college football because you, you have to look at them in multiple ways, right? You have to look at, first of all, the number of people going, but also the engagement of those people to college football. And I think a lot of the people who are leaving California to come to Arizona are people who could be interested in college football. Uh, another part of it, too, is that I think it makes a lot of geographical sense, right? I mean, it's still part of the American Southwest, so there's a natural connection to the state of Texas. I, I think that for Texas Tech, it's a, a school out in Lubbock, it makes a lot of sense to want to kind of connect those pieces together. And even when you go up to Utah with BYU about to enter the conference, I think it makes a lot of sense as well. Um, And and especially if you could do Arizona State with Arizona, with Colorado, with Utah, you kind of create a westward quadrant of the Big 12 that I think makes a lot of sense in terms of having some natural uh, regional partnerships. Uh, But, you know, certainly too, right? I mean, Arizona State's a great athletic program. Uh, You know, we've never necessarily seen them at the highest level of football, but, you know, we've seen them competing, you know, having top 10, top 15, top 20, type teams we've seen them recruiting at a high level obviously before all of the mess has kind of happened after the past <laughs> couple of years uh you know but, but there was something that was really working there i mean Jaden daniels was a high level recruit right i mean there's been a you know benjamin right great players have come through arizona state um and, and i think that even you look at basketball you look at other sports too there's a lot to be excited about uh when it comes to arizona state and uh, and of course i'm sure the big 12 would love to have uh, the cronkite school of broadcasting of course part of their great portfolio as well 
Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's the <laughs> biggest selling point, I think. I mean, you get people like this. I mean, come on, um, absolutely, absolutely. So you talked about basketball. Um, you know, you have teams like Kansas in these big conferences who really don't compete in football, and then you have teams like U of A who don't really compete in football. Is basketball almost as big as a selling point if your program is on top as it is for football, or like what's the kind of ranking order in that? Does football trump all? Yeah, so it's an interesting question. I think that. Uh, Kansas is a unique basketball situation, right? I mean, Kansas is like one of the three best brands in the country when it comes to basketball. Obviously, they're reigning national champions right now. And so they create a lot of brand value just built off of that to where it's probably still worth it for at least major conferences to consider them. And, uh, you know, I think that Arizona is probably half a step below that in terms of uh, sort of national branding when it comes to basketball, right? I mean, they're, they're, right below, but you know, there's like the Kansas Duke tier and that's basically the tier, right? And North Carolina. And, and so I think that Arizona has a lot to sell when it comes to basketball for sure. I think it's a draw. And, and I think you look at this new big 12 as well. They're not just going to be able to make their money on just being a football conference. I think that you look at what the big 12 is right now. It's been arguably the best basketball conference over the last decade. They have the two reigning national champions right now in Baylor and Kansas. So I think that there will be some value in adding schools that do focus on basketball now can arizona be what it has been the last two years absolutely not right i mean that's not sustainable long term you see even kansas there's a lot of investment to try to get them out of the mud as well Uh, and long term i mean realistically they cannot be what they've been over the past decade post charlie weiss so there's value in it i I think especially in the big 12 and, and we'll see what happens with the acc also as well i mean that's kind of another piece that really hasn't even started its movement as yet but i think there will be some value to really double down on basketball and create some value there but uh, I think it's more secondary I mean if you're a great football brand it just means more uh, than it does to be a great basketball brand unless again you can maybe make the argument unless you're Kansas or Duke or North Carolina Um, so I mean you mentioned Jaden Daniels earlier obviously ASU is a school that has had a pretty interesting relationship with NIL they've lost arguably their two biggest names this season due to NIL How does NIL kind of play into all of this? And do you think ultimately players stand to benefit or get hurt by all of this realignment and all of this just kind of all of the power kind of moving into the hands of two conferences, really? Yeah, I mean, I think that more than NIL, like you said, that power consolidating, I think, ends up being a tough look for the sport, right? Because, uh, you know, all of a sudden, is it going to be more valuable to join the 13th best team in the SEC than it would be to compete at the highest level in a new Big 12 or Pac-12? I I don't know the answer to that, right? I mean, I don't like the idea of, you know, of players going to basically lose games and kind of lose value, right? Now, at the same time, that hasn't been how it's worked historically, right? I mean, Jaden Daniels fell in love with Arizona State when he was a recruit and wanted to come here because he believed in what they were doing. Uh, You know, down here in Texas where I live, right, we see that happen all the time. I mean, Houston, you know, has gotten great recruits, even though they're a group of five school. Uh, UCF just signed two top 150 or just uh, got commitments from two top 150 players today uh, because they just love UCF and and love what they're about. Right. So I think that uh, that NIL is going to definitely be a boogeyman forever. Obviously, the money flowing is going to be a boogeyman. But more than anything else, I I think that um, this is a feeding frenzy right now because it's brand new. 
that's going to change a little bit. I think it's going to settle down. We're not going to see uh, sort of the throwing money at problems, especially from some of these maybe more mid-tier Big Ten and SEC schools like we're seeing right now. But, you know, long term, I do think that um, that programs that develop well, programs that put players in the NFL, programs that give uh, kids a, play, a chance to succeed – that's still going to be a huge draw for really, really good players to go. And, and the other thing, too, by the way, is when we have this much uh, coming in and these p- programs recruiting at such a high level, we've seen second order benefits when it comes to some of these, you know, even right now, group of five schools who have been able to nab some of these high level players who didn't get the playing time that they hoped for, didn't get the NIL that they hoped for. So I, I think that it's going to work a little differently than it has in the past, but I don't think by any means it's going to like kill the sport or anything. Definitely. Just a couple more questions and we'll get you out of here. I know you're busy. Maybe one of the bigger questions surrounding everything, as I mentioned earlier, everything is just kind of going on a daily and hourly basis. What is the timeline? You've mentioned the discussions, you've written about the discussions, but what are we going to see moving forward in terms of, okay, Arizona State are these next four teams moving to the Big 12, uh, potentially an ACC agreement? Just what's the timeline for everything? So the, the short timeline is ESPN and Fox have a 30-day negotiating window with the Pac-12. So there's going to be talk about scenarios, right? It's going to be what kind of money can we get right now? How much will we lose by losing USC and UCLA? Uh, can we be competitive with a new Big 12, with the ACC, and to some extent with the SEC and Big 10? If those numbers are great, then I, I think that that solves a whole lot of problems. I don't expect that, right? I mean, I think that certainly we all expect that the numbers are going to be okay. So then you start moving to scenarios about uh, adding new teams, trying to poach from the Big 12, uh, you know, trying to poach from the Mountain West. So that'll, I think, happen in the next 30 days. Uh, if the early returns are bad, I think that you could see these teams making a relatively quick decision. Uh, and, and for these four schools, right, they're four great schools that definitely deserve to be playing at the highest level. Um, but they aren't ones that are guaranteed a spot in this new reality, I don't think. So I think that if they feel like the Big 12 is a safe haven for them, you could see movement in the next month or so. Now. The long-term sort of thing that we have to keep an eye on right now is Notre Dame. Notre Dame, uh, their contract with NBC isn't up until 2024, and they control a lot of the board right now. If they join the Big Ten, then all of a sudden the Big Ten is expanding, and maybe the SEC expands to kind of counter that. And so I think Oregon and Washington, and maybe Stanford as well, are going to stand pat and kind of wait to see what happens there. Because, you know, if you have an opportunity to get into these giant money conferences, I think that every school is going to be trying to do it. But, uh, you know, I think that that could take up to two years. I mean, that's the kind of timeline we could be talking about with that. But for these four schools especially, we might have an answer in the next month, but everything is really fluid right now. All right. So I kind of threw a fit when this was happening because (laughs) I hate the geographical nonsense that's happening. And I've seen a lot of ideas floating around. And one of them is um, from this article that was written by an SB Nation writer for Texas A&M, the Power Four. I love this so much. Um, Do you think anything like this can ever happen where it's West, South, North and East conferences? Do you think that is ever going to happen or is it just going to be a free for all in the next couple of years? So I, it's not going to happen this round. Let's, yeah. let's put it uh, there to start this way. I do think, uh, and you know, for people who follow me on Twitter, you might have seen some of my thoughts on this. I, I feel like one thing that might happen is that we're hearing so much about all the money that's being thrown around and all the ideas and all this stuff. Uh, but you know, in five years, if ESPN and Fox don't get the 
you know, recouping of their dollars that they hope. I don't know if this is going to be as big a win for them as they hope, right? I think they look at ratings like Penn State versus Auburn and they see Ohio State versus Oklahoma and they're like, what if we made the whole plane out of these ratings, right? But I don't think it actually works like that. You know, if if teams are conference opponents, if teams play all the time, and if every brand is a big brand that you're putting on TV, all of a sudden you kind of devalue the brands that you have. So I think that maybe long-term, maybe we see sort of a recouping of this. This is probably a decade or maybe even two down the line, right? When we kind of go through this and get returns and see that the returns are what we hope. So look, I I think that at its core, college football is a game about uh, proximity. I think that it's about playing teams in your backyard. I think that as Arizona State fans, right, like what you want is to go and talk to your friends who are Arizona fans and get to talk about how you guys beat them last night, right? Like that's what this is about. And I don't think that that hits the same if Arizona State fans are going to the office and being like, well, maybe I can FaceTime a Rutgers fan and get that, (laughs) right? It's, It's not the same thing. And so I think that it really does miss a whole lot of what we love about sports. You know, you guys as Arizona State people aren't going to suddenly decide well you know we want to cover we want to follow the big conferences so we're going to watch ucla instead that's not going to happen right that's not how this works and so um i I think fundamentally maybe long term like long long term we start to see a little bit of a reversion back if this model doesn't work out but who knows maybe there is a a huge appeal and maybe there is a huge draw for what's effectively semi-pro football but uh, I, I just am probably a little skeptical that running an NFL model with something that's so built around proximity and ties actually ends up being a long-term winner. Um, I, there was obviously re- reports recently about there being kind of loose discussions between the the PAC, the Pac-12 and the ACC about their kind of alliance thing and the potential of a ACC Pac-12 championship. Do you think that something like that is really possible, even like logistically speaking? And how does that kind of play into what happens with the college football playoff? Just what kind of far reaching effects could something like that have? Yeah, so uh, according to Dennis uh, Dennis Dodge reporting, right, this has been kind of pushed potentially by the ACC. And I think that what this is more than anything else is the ACC sees what's happening with the Pac-12 and Big 12 and realizes this is about to happen to us if we don't find a way to get more money. So is there a draw for it? I don't know. You know, I mean, it... Are, are people going to be clamoring for the, you know, the Washington versus Wake Forest matchup? I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't really see the draw in that. And, and the big issue right now for the ACC is that, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. They signed a contract until 2036 with the SPN. Obviously, they produce the ACC network now, but it's at a number that's far below what the SEC and Big Ten are about to be making. So they're trying to find ways, I think, to recoup value, recoup contracts. And with the Pac-12 right now, I mean, look, if, if those four teams that we talked about leave for the Big 12, uh, that's kind of it for the Pac-12 as a major conference in terms of football. So I, I think that there might be some desperation, but I think that question is going to be answered in some way by Washington and Oregon and Arizona State and Utah and, and whether that's an appeal to them. And, and I think it's way too early to kind of know whether that actually is a, a real appeal. I mean, I do think that in one way or another, we're going to see some level of consolidation, right? And, and I think that there is going to be a place for a third type conference to come about and uh, and try to take up some of that extra space, right? Because people aren't just going to watch, I don't think, two leagues. I think that people want to see uh, major college football elsewhere as well. And we'll see how the playoff system kind of facilitates that. But um, I think that it's more likely going to be a combination of Pac-12 teams with this new Big 12 that ends up kind of standing up and being that third conference. And, uh, you know, and, and we'll 
kind of see what happens with the ACC when Notre Dame makes their decision and when uh, when some of the title contenders from the ACC do as well. Definitely going to be interesting to see how this all plays out over the next, as you said, potentially two years. Uh, Shahan, we appreciate your time. Is there anything else that we missed that you think college football fans or just fans of college athletics in general should know? No, I mean, I think you guys did a great job. I, I think that obviously, look, we're heading into this tumultuous time. And even though I'm a national college football reporter, this is not the most part, fun part of the sport for me. I, I want to see regionalism. I want to see rivalries. I want to have a chance to talk about football as well. And, uh, you know, I think that it's really unfortunate that this is going to take over talking season as much as it has and it's going to take over this upcoming season as much as it has. But, uh, you know, I think that certainly for Arizona State fans, they're in a good place. They're going to be able to control their own destiny to at least some extent. And look, the fact that uh, that right now Arizona State is kind of moving in a regional block, I love that. I think that that's great for the sport. I think that's great for Arizona State fans. And, um, you know, so I, I'm confident that even if it is, you know, the Big Ten and SEC controlling everybody else, there's going to be a lot of great college football to watch regardless. Definitely. A lot of fun. Give them a follow on Twitter, at Shahan J. Araja. Again, thank you so much for your time. Shahan definitely with some just I we could have talked to him for hours. Yeah, yeah, so um, good. The, the the topic in general is just something that there's still so much to unfold, mm-hmm. as he said, within you know even the next two years potentially. Uh, Sean, what was your favorite part of um, the interview? It was. I mean, I was talking about this before the show with you guys. Like one thing I had never really t- brought into account when talking about just the kind of the future of ASU sports in general and how this plays into all of this realignment mm-hmm. is the, the 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 literal growth of the Phoenix metro area yeah. Yeah. like how many people like you said are coming from California shout out Josh Hunt um, <laughs> like stuff like that like I had never really thought about the fact that like we talk about kind of the turmoil that ASU sports are in or the, or the, the, the fan base and like all of that is set to change because there's going to be more people here and it makes ASU a little bit more attractive to these other conferences um, I mean, honestly, it's hard to pick out like one thing from this interview because his answers were amazing. But like, yeah. that is one thing that, I, that really stuck out to me that I had not really considered before. What about you, Shane? Uh, a little shot at U of A. I had yeah. to get it in there. Uh, does it really? Is it really that big of a selling point? Because they're not. They're not in the same tier as a, as a school no. like Kansas. I mean, despite like, what Saul I, Bookman might tell you, <laughs> I, I, I do think. I mean, yeah, it's a big get for a conference, but not as big as you would think because yeah. football trumps all. And as he said in the interview, you can't expect revenue if you're doing the same thing that ASU and Kansas have done in football um, in the past 10, 20 years. Like, it just had to be better. And I think U of A is on a, on a good track yeah. for in terms of football. I mean, you've seen what they've done with recruiting. And, yeah, I, we'll see what happens. I, obviously, you know my stance on the whole thing. The geography of it doesn't make sense, and I hate it, and it's stupid and dumb and whatever. But that there's some light, even if it's even if the light is 20 years down the road, um, a a power four, as they call it, a you know east, west, north, and south conference thing would be really fun. Uh, as much as I'm rooting for players, coaches, the sport in general to succeed, I think it would be better for just the overall landscape of college football if this money grab didn't succeed as people were thinking because i don't want to see you know the best 20 teams are the only teams that have a chance i want to see random ucf schools get angry because they didn't make the college football playoff i want to see you know 
the Cincinnati's as much as I think they weren't as good as people <laughs> thought. I want to see those type of stories, and you're not going to get that if you're getting, you know, 10 teams competing in the same division like the NFL um, for everything. So yeah. uh, you, you saw already in the chat defending UA. UA basketball creates more revenue than ASU football. Yeah, but uh, we're that, not. That, that's, but, yeah, it, neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> it was one thing that I kind of – I feel like he was kind of like a – because, like, I was very, like, much not all that worried about the regionality. Um and obviously that was something you were very worried about. And I feel like he kind of, there was like a middle ground there. Like he talked about if they were to join the Pac-12, like there is like a geographic, like there's some sense to that. The Big 12. Uh, the Big well, 12, yeah. It's not even like the, like, yeah, it's possible. Of course it is. But that's not what I'm worried about. I just think it, it it takes away the magic a little bit. And that's what he was saying. It's yeah. like, like, yeah, it's not great for the sport. Yeah. Yeah, and and also the the illusion he talked about, right? Like mm-hmm. you like you talk about like a a, a UTEP or a whatever, like whatever these small schools, like even though we like he said, we all know that they're not going to be in the college football mm-hmm. playoff, especially as it is with the four teams. Like it's the illusion that you you can or that yeah. if you were to go up against an Alabama, you never know. Yeah, type thing. And, and obviously and, that is eliminated with some of this. And stuff. Saul saying I love ASU and you have a Big Twelve it makes sense. Yeah, I I, I, I I do want to clarify. I'm not rooting against UA to fall wherever ASU goes. No, no. If UA doesn't go to wherever ASU goes, That's I'm going to be. I would be. Well, I would be shocked if I would be they too. have to go in pairs. Yeah, they have to. I mean, and and it, and it would make sense, and it should make sense, and it would be fun. Um, and it, yeah, I I think that's what the best is. In yeah. no case, I'm saying they don't deserve it. I think, if anything, they deserve it a little more than what ASU has done over the past couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, like I think, just in a vacuum, like U of A and ASU going to the Big Twelve, I like I love that. Like mm-hmm. I think if if, yeah, I'm here if for it. this wasn't in the the context of everything of college football as we know it collapsing, and it was just like, hey, we're thinking about moving to the Big Twelve. Like I'd be I'd be like absolutely sign me up. Like that it sounds awesome yeah um, obviously like i said with the context it's a little different but i think on paper those two schools being in the pac 12 or the, the big 12 geographically is not terrible like you pointed out texas tech and also just it would be fun to see them against schools like that uh, josh asking uh which which schools do you think would be the next great rivalry of these mergers uh, usc ohio state yeah that would be electric yeah, and if notre dame ends up in the big 10 usc notre dame oh. seems like i mean wild. usc notre dame's already yeah, yeah rivalry. but, but but that extra I, little I feel oomph, like I, fighting I, for the spot. I, I want to see Notre Dame to the SEC. <laughs> I want to see Notre Stop Dame it. to the SEC. That would be the death of college football. And I want to see Notre Dame and LSU. That is the rivalry I want to see. ASU Baylor and UA Kansas. UA Kansas is the next big rivalry. In UA football. Kansas is like who can score more than a safety in football yeah. and also who, win the national championship? Who's going to come out with the craziest trick play? <laughs> Like that Kansas <laughs> laying down the end zone on kickoff. I think, um, and we talked about it a little bit the other yeah. day on the show. Is I think Arizona State and Texas Tech makes a lot of sense in terms of a rivalry. They had their home and home series. They're not uh, as far as you would think. Yeah, yeah, years ago, and that's. I mean, in my personal opinion, the greatest ASU football game I've ever had the luxury of watching was that ASU Texas Tech game mm-hmm. when Mahomes was here and went off for however many touchdowns, and then Balaj had his seven rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like. They make a lot of sense given, again, geographics. They're similar tiers in terms of where they stand in the conference. Yes. Like, it, it'd be a lot of fun. You know how schools still do, I guess, but like they have trophies for rivalries? Yeah. ASU, Texas Tech, they should just, whoever wins, the, should just get custody of Nor- of New Mexico. <laughs> like, they should just get the state. New Mexico is the that child. is a great idea, <laughs> which which also includes Gerald Borgay. Yeah. Uh, so you're fighting for Gerald, the Gerald Borgay trophy. Gerald Borgay and Green Chili. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god! Great combination. <laughs> also, if you're wondering why the lone decoration on the table today is napkins, if you and Shane's phone <laughs> and my phone, well, you can't. Oh, you can't see. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it's because Sean asked to eat Atomic Wings. I don't know if yeah. you're, if you guys were here yeah. for the start of the show or for last week, but it's happening. And when are we doing that? Yeah, we're gonna do it right now. But first, what are you gonna be drinking? Um, to alleviate the pain of these atomic wings. A lot of things. A lot of mo- things. I have some Sprite, a milkshake, but most importantly, got myself a four-piece. The enchantment bowl. Kilt lifters. <laughs> <laughs> Insert whack joke here. Listen, ASU and the whack, I am fully prepared to whack off. Dude, um, you, I, there's a difference between typing it and saying it live. I, I, I really resent you saying that live. I'm, I am completely here to, w, to capital W, capital A, capital C, off because you, okay. you know why Josh Hunt clip that only that part <laughs> no. yes. Every, all over social media this is what you get yes. for being a big dummy but we're drinking yeah. some four peaks um yeah kilt lifters I love the design on that can honestly the kilt yeah I didn't um, even notice it I want to we should wear kilts on the show someday that feels that like it should a be a punishment I always I literally always like get you look out. like you could wear a kilt and like get away with it oh I don't get away with anything I think I look fantastic in it that's um, what I think you say. Is that what not? But yeah, you know, I'm not getting. It. But it's an assumption that I would look good. I'm not getting away with shit. You're just assuming that I'm going to look good. I'm not getting away with it. That's you getting away. No, with. I don't feel like. I feel like you have to get away with a kill. There's no. no there's no assuming. There's unless no being like unless oh, you he's have wearing a kill. Bagpipes he's got that are it. from Scotland. He also looks like he could play the bagpipes. Maybe you just look Scottish. No, I don't. <laughs> That's a big Scott. Great Scott. But it is. It is dangerous because I do all, also get ridiculed for wearing short shorts. Days are a little longer, but. You know, sometimes I cross well, you my got legs. A good, you got a good color in your legs. I'm drinking Kilt Lifter. <laughs> <laughs> to answer the question, um, and if you guys want to come down um, and talk about this whole college football conference realignment mess that is going on right now um, in the NCAA, you can do so tomorrow at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub because us, along with the Coyotes crew, is going to be doing their draft day live party there tomorrow um, at 4 p.m. It's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely go out Indeed. there. You got to be 21 or older if you're going to drink. Please drink responsibly. You don't have to be 21 or older. Just go. Just to yeah. drink. Show Just to drink. If you want some beer, you got to be yeah. 21 or older. Um, but let's get to. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. Uh, why am I? I feel like we should get past the talking, like me actually having to talk about ASU news before I eat it. No, no, no. The, part of it is going to be. Yeah, that's that's the fun of it. Yeah, we got to see you try and function oh, okay. with these wings. So, so let's. Let me preface this by saying Sean doesn't think he's going to be as debilitated as this. They don't look up. horrible. They don't look like they they're going to matter. It doesn't matter what they, they look do have like. They smell. Um, I'm not going to eat them with ranch to begin with. We'll see what happens. I might need to. I might chicken out a little bit. Listen, I just want. I just want to say. <laughs> What'd you say? You said you said chicken out a little bit. Oh, and you did, but because you're eating yes. chicken wings. Um, Got him. <laughs> I just yeah. want to say, I do not like. I'm fully prepared for whatever consequences come, and that is my point. I'm not. I, I think my ass is about to get kicked here. I just don't think I'm going to be on the floor like vomiting like some people. Are no, no, no. I don't. I don't assume you're going to be vomiting. I have a feeling that you're going to not talk for six minutes, and you're going to be coughing. That'd be crazy. That would you be ever crazy. go six minutes without talking? <laughs> I, yeah, I usually sleep more. No, I guess I might talk. Yeah, Max and Shay is really going to have to wing this one. Yeah. yeah. God. That's Let's what, do it, man. All right. Atomic wing number. And so just to preface, he's got six wings here, classic wings. He's got to eat them all by the end of the show. What if I just want to keep the show going and I just like leave a wing to the end and I'm like, we're just going to hang out for a Well, because, because then the show would get a little flat. But um, You know what I just did there? Use some drumsticks. My drumsticks. Nice. Okay, or, hurry up. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to. All right. I'll go. I'll go. Don't touch your eyes. No, yeah. Please I touch don't. your eyes. 
Ooh, those look a little menacing. They they a smell menacing. like they're on fire. Oh boy, let me crack open this four peaks though, so I'm ready. So, so this not only is a punishment for Sean, but also a reward for us because, yeah. as we've said, Sean talks a lot. A lot. It's kind of my job. Um, yeah, but it's all of our jobs. No, because even when we're off the clock. That's true. Um, shout out to Hotry for buying me lunch. All right. Yeah, punishment turned Here. into me buying Sean lunch. Uh -huh. Here we go. <laughs> these better be really bad. Um, so let's just start. Well, let's let's not even act like he's eating these right now. Okay. Let's, we just do get a, let's go to the solo shot, though, for his first bite. Yeah, so first bite. But while, while he's eating them, what happened today? Um, so Allison Royalty, former <laughs> Arizona State softball pitcher, um, announced on Instagram that she would be transferring to Florida State. Um, That's hot, huh? That is really hot. Really spicy. <laughs> as um, hot as those wings, Sean? <clears throat> nothing, there's nothing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there's nothing odd about Florida State softball. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you think, Sean? I'm just curious what you think about the move to Florida State. Why do you want to play in the ACC? Why does she want to play in the ACC? Yeah, like... Why do you want to play in the ACC? He's kicking his ass right now. Why do you want to play the ACC? Why do you want to play, <laughs> why do you want to play softball? Sean's gut has entered the transfer portal. <laughs> it is transferring to... According the, to Espo. The, I don't know. <laughs> his gut is transferring He's to the He's lost hospital. the capacity to um, think right well, now. Now there's no chance of ACC. My gut is transferring a, to the whack. A pitcher coming back. Yeah, at this point... <laughs> well... Did Lindsay Lopez? I don't think Lindsay Lopez or Marissa oh. Schold has announced oh, yeah. where they're going yet. But I still, I still don't anticipate <laughs> Cody saying he's a good eater. <laughs> yeah, he is. I don't anticipate Schold or Lopez coming back. But we haven't really seen any like major updates in terms of softball. They got their coach. They've gotten a couple players, um, like I believe from Ball State, who were at the time under Bartlett years ago. Um, how, how are those? How are those going, bud? Oh, you're just downing them. Dude, he's struggling. He can't, he... <laughs> I thought they were gonna be hotter. Really? Oh, here we go. All right, and well, let's continue while he eats. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm still. I know they got the coach, and that's like the back of my head is sweating. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> like, I I don't know what else I expected, but like, I expected at least a little noise in the transfer portal, right? When your roster is this decimated, I expected a little bit of something. <laughs> But there's been nothing. Yeah. Like, if, if it wasn't for... I just don't think it's... Are you good, bro? Well, no, we, well, just keep going. Keep going. It's the, it's the, it's the, 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 the buildup. Like, it's not, it's starting to... Yeah, they're going to, they're going to hurt, Sean. They're going to hurt. I, I just think that it's hard to, to really do anything when you have such big, obviously, turnover on the team, but also on the coaching staff. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> I don't know why I lick my fingers. Let, yeah, it, let it be known that Sean pre-draft decided the punishment. Yeah, yeah. I did this to myself. Yep. Uh, where do I go for four? I'm going for the four feet. You going for the killer? <laughs> this is so great. He's two in, by the way, guys. He's, he's got only, four more. He's only two. Oh, he only has six. That's yeah, he good. only six. I, I, I almost went eight or ten, Ooh. and then I'm like, <sighs> oof, that's probably going to be a little much. They looked at me, too, when I picked up the order. They're like, are you, you sure about this? I'm like, oh, they're not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this Slow makes down, me so buddy. happy. This makes no. me, okay. This makes me so happy. Well, actually, now that we've talked, you know, we've gotten a lot of discussion Get out of the, the way. Off him. We've gotten a lot of discussion out of the way in Go terms of. Picture. Don't be in the corner. No. 
outside of ASU football, football, um, the Pac-12, Big 12 merger, ACC agreements. We've talked to ASU softball. Why don't bef- before, up, before we get to our next draft, um, why don't we decide the punishment for next week's draft? Yeah. Uh, or for this week's draft now. Um, what, what are you thinking since you had the bright idea last time? I'm not thinking anything right now. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, mythical. Move on. We're doing mythical. Creatures. We're doing mythical creatures. So for our drop, next draft. So drop in the chat what you would like to see as a punishment on next week's PH Next Sun Devils Wednesday show. And try and have it be somewhat related. I, I like it being somewhat yeah, tied to it's what just we've hard. been doing. Maybe you have to dress up as one of the creatures you drafted. That's really hard, though. Is it? Do we know anybody that could face paint? No. No. I feel like we got. Sounds it. like something Sean's girlfriend would be good at. I don't know why. No. I feel like I you know. took a class on face painting while you were at Syracuse. No, we're not doing any more spicy crap. Eat a Carolina pepper. No, no Carolina <laughs> Reapers. John's please. not going to be able to feel his tongue for the next couple of days. Yeah. Um, is my estimation. Um, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll ask yeah. around in the office. Yeah. Can you take my hat off for me? Sure. I've rubbed your <laughs> tummy. That's really bad. Thank you. <sighs> it's rough for you, isn't it? A little bit. Remember when Sean said they're not that hot? I kicked the bobblehead. It's build up. For sure. It's usually how it is. Yeah, Ooh, gr- have to dress as a unicorn. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that could definitely work. We'll we'll brainstorm. We'll think about it. I'm just excited to be able to draft this because um, I know a lot of mythical creatures, but I'm a little afraid I'm going to get too niche. I think I'm going to go pick third here. Really? Because like, sure, there might be a consensus number one, but I don't know if there is. I don't think there is a consensus number. Okay, one. I'm going three. Okay, then I will go one. Sean will go two. Um, how are you feeling over there? But I just want to check in on you. Hot. Okay. Well, if you're listening to this on audio, again, highly recommend yeah. you uh, watch along as well because Sean is no, quite just... literally on the verge of Josh tears. in the chat saying, if you want to go wild, put the loser in a corn maze while the other two dress up as a minotaur. Oh, yeah, God. I don't know about all that. God, I, I should have. Honestly, LTC, I should have tipped the guy extra to make those even extra spicy. Yeah, you're sweating out five pounds right now, Sean. I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting lightheaded. Just saying, those are the only wings on Wingstop's menu that have the five peppers. I like I like the face painting idea. I, I do too, but I, I don't know anybody that can well, face paint. Well, I'm sure we can find... Uh, I think it'd be better if the two, other two had to try oh, figure it out. If they yep, had to what? Yep. We face paint the loser. Oh my god. It has to god. be an honest effort, but yeah. we have to... Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm down for that. Let's do it. That's happening. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the loser what has to get their face painted. My brother in Spice. Oh my god. My, my brother, brother in Spice. <laughs> Before we get oh, to beautiful. the last segment um, of the day, <laughs> Wait, did you see? Did you see Josh's last m- message and, and beat, beat the loser? loser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get to the last message or the last, wow, you got me thinking of messages here. Before we get to the last topic of the day, gotta tell everybody about the offer going on on the DraftKings. Sean, Sports why don't you app. tell them the offer yeah, going on the DraftKings here, here Sportsbook app right here for new customers only. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. <laughs> Use promo code PHNX to make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That's, that's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum, <laughs> minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Oh my God. <laughs> this is incredible. This yeah, is but, this is like I think the best pun- aside we come up with good punishments. Yeah. Ho- Jose reminding you, Sean, don't touch your face or anything. And do if you have to pee, thoroughly wash your hands. Yes. I'll pee my pants first. <laughs> that that would be a horrible look. Would it? Yeah, man <laughs> eats spicy wings, pisses self on YouTube. I'm wearing black shorts, you wouldn't be able to know. 
I, I feel think like, you'd be able to see yeah, it. Yeah, you smell the face. I feel like your face would give it away. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Uh, let's get to the snake draft. Why don't let's we? Let's do it. Do we have the audio for this? I don't think we do. No, there. but I can sing it. Um, Go ahead. Anthony Totry, you are now on the clock. Okay, this is this is what I was gonna draft at three, but I think in I think now that I'm one, I think this is still my one. I know where you're going with this. It's such a bad pick. What? Yeah, I think he's gonna do what you think too. I'm gonna draft angels. Oh, I'm drafting angels. Problematic, but one overall. Wow, wow. Um, that's not where I thought you were going with that at all. That's where I'm gonna go, John. Um, I'm going unicorns too. Yeah, magical horn. That's where you thought he was going. No. Oh, really? Okay, um, I'm going three uh, as Kraken. Ooh. That's a good one. Shout okay. out Seattle. Um, and then dragons. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good back. I should have dragon. Um, coming back, I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go um, uh, Bigfoot. Okay, it's a good one. Interesting. I'm gonna go uh, Pegasus. Oh, that's money. As the, okay, I thought yeah, you, I thought he drafted a unicorn. He had a unicorn in Pegasus. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Can't have too many horses. God yeah, knows, yeah. I drafted a Mexican restaurant yeah. last week. Um, give me Pegasus, and then on the way back, I'm going to take genies. Wow, wow, I love that's that. That's a great one. Um, I just had one in my my spice brain, lost it. Um, I am going fudge me. Wow. <laughs> This is I'm at a severe disadvantage here. What was the what did you what did you draft? <laughs> I drafted uh I drafted uh the Kraken and Dragons. What did you draft? I've drafted Angels, Pegasus, and Genies. Oh, um um Griffins. Griffins, that's where I was Good going. Pick. Good pick. Lame. No, I it's like a flying pick lion. Of what are we talking about? I like They're Griffins. cool, but and don't they breathe fire? Okay, give me ballasts. Gi- giant, oh, excuse me. Giant snakes. Okay. Oh, okay. Um and centaurs. Centaurs, good pick. Yeah. Good pick, good pick. I think I'm raking right now. Um, you think so? Yeah. Okay. This is what I thought to Toadstree was going to draft first because he said he was going to draft it first at four peaks. But if it's fallen this low, I'm going to take it. Mermaids. Okay. Yeah. It, it's fallen. Yeah. I, after further consideration, I realized that there are a lot of great mythical creatures and mermaids are just too far down on the list. Uh, for my final two picks, I'm going to go Phoenix. Okay. Um, and then I am going to wrap things up with... This is a tough one. It's between two here. I'm going to go Cerberus. Really? What yeah. is that? A big dog? The three-headed dog. That, oh. that guards hell. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's a little too niche, I think, for the crowd. You think? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a big fan. A huge fan. <laughs> huge, huge Cerberus fan. Huge Cerberus fan. I would say I'm a Cerberus elitist almost. Really? But, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, can I draft Giannis Antetokounmpo? No, but good, um, good try. Can I draft Kristaps Porzingis? So I guess I already did. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go leprechauns. I guess uh, there was a lot of <laughs> they're real, but um, okay. Wait, actually, go off. Is, is, is it too late? To, yeah, no, he switched. Switch. Um, I'm going. I'm going elves. I feel okay. like elves. Okay. Have a so more can power. I do this? We'll see. Oh God, ghosts. Mm. No, because you have claimed that you believe in them. So we you can't, can't do ghosts because I feel like that falls under the same category as aliens. Like they could be real, they could not be. Okay. That's okay. just that's just my two cents on it. Okay. And I feel like if you drafted aliens, that would be. Yeah. Mm, okay, this is tough. This is tough. I feel like two are getting left off the board. I had a bunch in my mind. Now I'm really thinking it over. These are your last. This is your last pick or your yeah. last two picks? Uh, this is my last pick. Do you need okay. such a good pick, by the way? Totally. This is the last pick of the draft. Oh, okay. That is a good point. Well, mm, 
Yeah, if you can do angels, they should be able to but do ghosts. I, I, I would li- lie more on the side demons. that you shouldn't be able to draft. Can angels. I do demons then? That's, yeah. yeah, you can do demons. Well, mm, isn't that an angel? They're fallen angels. Yeah. Hmm. They're different. They're definitely different. <laughs> We're getting in some dangerous territory here. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Oh, Angel get- oh, I have. Oh my God, Baker I have a terrific. This is the last pick of the draft. No, I know, but there's two that got left off the board. There's one that I want to. I want to go back on my picks so bad. I do. I want to go oh, back on the but I'm not gonna. I want to go. Can I go back on my picks? Nope. You, no. you nope. haven't drafted your Nope. Draft? I'm picking nah. mine. Goblins. God. Uh, two that got left off the board: werewolves, vampires. Dude, fucking Santa Claus. That's, oh my God! Come on, we're That's not, so what, what are you stupid. doing? Here? What are you fucking I'm just doing? Saying, your board <laughs> is a child board. Oh my my brain is on fire. Yeah, well, don't <laughs> lose next time. So the what are the teams rounded out? Why don't we go with Sean's Fuck first? Fuck if I know. Yeah, <laughs> Sean has no idea. I didn't remember the first two. Um, I had Krakens, Dragons, which uh, unbelievable first two. Um, centaurs. Um, goblins. <laughs> goblins. And elves. No, I didn't have elves. Oh, you didn't take elves? Didn't you take elves? I didn't take elves. Did Sean you take, take elves? Um, what was my other Instead one? Instead of a leprechaun. Oh, Balaks. Balasks. Oh, I don't even know what that is. It's a giant snake. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I had angels, genies. Yeah, Josh knows. I'm going goblin mode. <laughs> angels, genies, phoenix, Cerberus. <laughs> and what was the Sean. other one? Oh, and Pegasus. <laughs> and Sean had, I do not remember. My this. girlfriend wants to break up with me because I won't stop going goblin mode. <laughs> Dear God. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> How many more you got? One more after this one. Okay, we well, got to finish it before we end the show. Um, who's the early favorite? Do we think? I, I think I am just because of the one-two punch of Kraken and Dragons. I can't believe Dragons slept slept all the way to me. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I feel like I thought that was the consensus number one. Dude, I think I'm gonna pass out. I just got, <laughs> I just got super lightheaded. Yeah, Dragons. Dragons was. I was hoping that I could stay at three because I. Could, it? There's one more. I don't remember. No, do you no, have one more? Oh my god. <laughs> He's hurt. Well, be careful, Sean. No, yep. I know. I went I went knuckle. I okay. glasses. Oh. I feel like you haven't drank anything. I haven't. Because I, I took a sip and then I realized it's a coward move. Well, and it also makes like it doesn't really help that much. The milkshake, the milkshake would probably help, but the, the beer definitely. You can not. hear the pain yeah. and fear in his voice of this last wing. That's I'm, a that's a wet one, too. I'm glad the next punishment is uh what's it called? Can we get the Getting solo shot painted. on? Sean, real fast. He's in a lot of pain. Oh, man. Do you have anything to say to everybody watching, Sean? Fuck with the boy. <laughs> what? I didn't understand what he said. Fuck with the boy. Oh, you said okay. fuck the boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> you can't have it. <laughs> Fate for the ratings, Sean. Josh says. Sean's struggling right now, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Evans. Oh, my God. Oh, good. Um, Shout out Maya Rudolph. Let's ask. A, Shout out Idris Elba. Let's let's try to. Shout out Paul Rudd. <laughs> We're just naming actors. Shout out Shaquille O'Neal. No, these Shout are people that had famed appearances. Sean, if you did lose on uh, f- the draft, what do you want to be painted as? Yeah, I, but it has to be one of your mythical creatures, right? Yeah. Mermaid. How do you do that? Like, what do I have that you can paint? Is a question. I don't remember your pick, so I had mermaid. I had unicorns. Uh, unicorn. I had. Um, we can we can paint you as a unicorn. I had. Uh, <laughs> Do you have elves? I had elves. What was my last pick? I don't know, bro. The elves was my last pick. <laughs> fuck, dude. Fuck me. I don't know. This is crazy. This is awesome. Well, yeah. that is going to do it for today's show. Um, if you enjoyed the content. 
please head over to gophnx.com today and become a member of the family because when you do, you're going to get either your first month for 50 cents or a free t-shirt from the locker. Sean, nah, you know what we should do? When I lose, we should get one of those mermaid <laughs> blanket things. And I have to dress up. I just have to have the mermaid fins on the whole time. Don't they actually make those, though? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll get it for you. Those are expensive as hell. You know that, Not right? the like, real ones, like a blanket. Like okay. the, the blanket looking ones. Okay. Uh, yeah. Head over. Decease before that. Totri talks to us sometimes when he says okay. Like a, uh, like a, he's talking to a child that doesn't know what he's talking about on a certain <laughs> subject. He's like, okay, let's move on. <laughs> well, it's just like Sean's over here, goo goo gaga. I'm just like, yeah, buddy, come on. We're going to, we're going to get through this. He is okay. kind of goo goo gaga going right now. A goo goo gaga. You want to tell everybody about the shirt you're wearing? <laughs> oh my God. That is brutal on audio. Uh, Phoenix Rising shirt, brand new. I got my, uh, I almost wore my new uh, um, DT shirt. DT shirt, but I was afraid one of you were going to wear it. Mm. I almost wore it. I, I wore I it already. Yeah, well, I knew you did. I was afraid Tochi might wear it. Um, I didn't want to show him up. Um, <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> what was the question? What did you want to That is going to do it. it. We're good. Please give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils on Twitter. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Tochi. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef, and you can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Um... <laughs> On fire. On fire as always. Yeah, yeah. on fire as always. On baby. fire. And we will be back with en fuego. an audio show on Thursday. Um, and if you'd like to vote on this poll, again, head over to our social. But for now, congratulations ah! to Sean. Oh my God. <laughs> and peace. <laughs>